Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, what's up? That's right. Welcome to the What More Can I Say podcast episode 30. Hey. Right? Yes. We the dirty 30. Whoop. 35. <laughs> 35. What's up? That's. That feels good. I'm one of your host, Togo Paul. Let me go ahead and get the intros out of the way. Lady of the Lady of the Pod, while Zach gets cool. Uh, <laughs> Kiki, he's distracted. Kiki, what's up? <laughs> what's up, y'all? This man is a fool. I'm not gonna hold you because we got to get on this one over here. I don't know what is going on. He looked like he he's still at the Gucci Man battle. I don't mm-hmm. know what is going on with Zach. Zach, are you okay? Well, this is in honor of Young Jeezy. This ain't this the jacket Young Jeezy came out in. <laughs> All I need is a jersey and some and some chains. Okay. Now, for people listening, they can't see you. They but let me describe the look to them. This man got okay. on glasses. Now, if y'all remember, R. Kelly had that house in Olympia Fields. It looked like Zach <laughs> went over to the garage sale. He got on one of R. Kelly furs. He got some glasses on. I don't know what's going on, Zach, but okay. <laughs> I'm ready to pot. Let's uh, get it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, you know what? We didn't put this down on our sheet, but the first <laughs> did happen, and we might as well say something about it. First of all, I'll tell you this flat out, 100%. No, it's not even a question that Gucci won the dressing battle. Won oh. it. In the fashion, he destroyed Jeezy oh. oh, yeah. dressing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and I will say this. That is because he's got a good woman with him. Gucci was dressed. Gucci dressed like a goofball, <laughs> like he dressed like a mannequin before he met Keisha Kior, and now he is fly every single time you see him. <laughs> that is. That's but who y'all think win? Zach, who you thought won, man? If you're talking musically, you got to give it to Jeezy. I mean, I we, I knew that was gonna happen because Jeezy just has the better hits. But Gucci was not out there to win a battle in verses. <laughs> That's what you gotta understand. Jeezy won, but Gucci didn't lose. Gucci was out there to disrespect Jeezy, to his face, yep. person. That was that. That's what it was about. You gotta understand. Jeezy sent a hit, allegedly sent a hit for Gucci. So Gucci was there to disrespect him. He started out with a diss record. Mm. He he gave up plenty of hits. Like he didn't play my kitchen. He didn't play swing my dough. It was quite a few records that Gucci said, I'm not even going to play because I would rather play these, <laughs> these this records and dish you to your face. That's what it was about for him. And the fa- I love the fact that Gucci talked about stuff that you expect Gucci to talk about. You got to understand. See, people was like, oh, Jeezy said he owns half of Atlanta. He's talking about real estate. Do I want Gucci, man, to tell me about real estate? No, I want Gucci to tell me he has a ten thousand dollar outfit on. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Gucci, I got Gucci. It's big Gucci, and I got ten thousand dollars on right now. Look at my opponent. He said, "Look at my opponent. I got on ten thousand dollars right now. Five million worth of jewelry." I said, "That's what I came for, Gucci." Yes. <laughs> it did That's not disappoint. No. I loved it. It was everything. The best versus battle ever. Nothing will top that battle. Nothing. Nothing. 1.6 million people watched it. Kiki, I know you were one of those 1.6. Yeah. What did you think? It was amazing. It was like, it was better than a, than a Mike Tyson fight. Like, it was so good just watching them <laughs> uh, from start to finish. You know, it was good until I get, until it got weird. Until it got weird at that one point, I got scared. I'm like, well, I'm in my house. What I'm scared for? Like, I got scared at one point with Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Play that disc record and then start talking about we smoking on your homie. I'm like, oh, my God. They finna start shooting. They finna start shooting. So, you know, that part made me nervous. But overall, it was a great battle. Gucci outfit, baby. He came to slay, honey. I've been looking for that jacket in plus size all week. <laughs> Anybody can buy me Gucci jacket, okay? 
ain't got 10 bands for the whole outfit, but I got a strong five for that jacket. So <laughs> somebody come through with the jacket, baby, because that jacket was fast. So, you know, outside of that, it was a great battle. I'm glad everybody made it. And it was so dope to see them perform together at the end. Like, that yeah. was dope. That was what we weren't expecting. So that, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, man. That Gucci jacket was amazing. First regular dude to wear it, you won. First regular <laughs> dude that puts that on and wears it out, just, uh, don't, you know, people gonna know if it's a fake, so don't try to pull that. But the first regular dude with the official Gucci, I came in here to kill y'all, man, looking good like that, bro. You gotta go ahead and give it to him. Yeah. Now, this is the thing. Now, I got cursed out on my, because of what I said on the radio, a dude, I guess, he wanted me to get tough with him back. I'm not saying, look, for people that want to send me DMs and get tough with me and say, yo, radio dudes, you don't know what you're talking about, you need to watch what you say, and blah, blah, blah. Look, bro, I'm not going to give you that smoke back. I, the bank of Tom Capone can't afford to close. I'm going to take the high road. I'm like, brother, it's all good. You're never going to get me to exchange into that energy with you, bro. I'm not doing that. I'm a high road. Again, the bank of Tom Capone must go on. So I hope you saw this. I said flat out, I thought the whole battle, not saying fake, but WWE-ish, very planned out. The records matched too well. It was like, bang, bang. I was like, I was like, whoever's, this is amazing. I was like, they, they just like, it was too pop, pop, pop. And then the fact of it is, and just me, maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, I'm not a street dude, but I know a lot of them. This is somebody and saying you smoking on their homie. And, and basically rapping how you killed his boy to his face, you might have to know about that. I don't know if somebody hears that and be like, oh, man. And you know what I'm saying, Zach? You know what I'm saying, Keith? Does it feel like, it felt like when I saw that part, I was like, he had to know that was coming. Yeah. It had to. Okay. 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 Here's the thing, Tom. Here's the thing. The re this record has been out for years. Okay. Like he said, it's been wrapped to your face. It's 15 years. Exactly. It's 15. It's been 15 years. He's been heard the record. And he knew where I think the planning was is I think Jeezy knew what he was going to do next once Gucci played it. You know what I'm saying? Because he knew Gucci was going to play it. Gucci said, he said, I, I said I wasn't going to do it if I can't keep it straight. You know, he knew that's what he wanted to do. Okay. So when he did do truth, when he did the record truth, it got tense. It got tight. I could, if you, I could tell it wasn't fake by how Jeezy started off the battle. If you notice when Jeezy started off the battle, he was nervous. He wasn't quite in his, in his groove yet. He was trying to figure out how crazy is Gucci getting ready to be tonight? What is he on? That's what people, that's what I was trying to tell you. You had one reformed person with one slightly reformed person. That's what I'm telling you. Gucci, I say Gucci wants all this smoke because what you have to remember, Tone, is that Gucci is the one that had the hit put out on him. So he feels validated by saying, yeah, I shot him, I killed him. And if you send somebody else, he said, if you send somebody else, I'll put him in the box. We smoking on book. Like he feels that way because he was the one that he felt, he's the one that felt wronged first. Jeezy is trying to get over this. You know what I'm saying? So he wanted to take the high road. It was a little WWE-ish. I think they kind of talked about like, maybe not personally about the last moment where they was going, you know, perform. So I see, I, I feel you on that. I agree. But the way he performed that song and the way Jeezy was, Jeezy DJ was talking to Gucci like he had the strap on him, I felt like it was getting ready to go down at any moment. It was intense. It was very, very intense. Kiki, you look like you want to say something. You want to jump in there. You know, I hate to ruin it for the, the hood, like my hood cousins who watched it, they don't, they would never think that's produced. You know what I'm saying? Like, people out there, they don't know that's produced. It was definitely some production put together, but had and Zach makes a valid point when he says Jeezy was prepared for what to do next. Yeah. After Absolutely. too far, he knew what to do next. However, I noticed, and it, I don't know if it's for Wi-Fi, but I noticed that that sometimes Jeezy's mouth was moved, like Jeezy's vocals were happening but the mic was nowhere near his mouth and it was like ad libs that were already pre-produced and already put together if that makes sense that might have been a show record though that was that was a show record that's what made a show record well i could have sworn i noticed at one point 
Gucci made a comment, like a smart remark, and Jeezy made a remark back, but the mic was not even at Jeezy's mouth. Now, maybe I was had too much wine and heard the DJ talking, but I could have sworn I saw some fake WWE stuff going on, too. I ain't gonna lie now. I, now, I think now, I think all of the talking was real at 100%. I do think everybody knew what was happening. I don't, I think everybody knew they said, we playing this way, we playing this way. The DJs, not trying to say nothing about the DJs, but the DJs was talking reckless too. They was, everybody was reckless. And I felt like, I felt like they did, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. They made this the show for the culture. They didn't Jill Scott it up. They didn't, because if they had a given like, yeah, brother, we all good. That, the, the battle lived up to everybody's expectations. Yes, and, I, and it, it had a tense moment where everybody thought it was gonna fight, and then they didn't, and then they performed at the end. Yeah, it, it was to me, it was a very, very, in my opinion, I don't know this for sure, a very, very well directed production. Okay, hear me out. Tyler Perry, because if you know Swiss Beats and Timbaland, that's an insurance liability to have them two in the building all together. So there was definitely some contracts. Everybody was in the room to say, like, this is what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to say. This is what I'm going to say. We're going to give them a great show tonight. So now no. that you read that. No, y'all. Yeah, dude. Zach, yeah. now listen. Apple, check this out. Easy. Check this out. That was a big check up for them, too. Yep. They, they, they definitely they got a around and went to and went to Compound and caught yep. another bag. Yeah. I yep. get I get that. The COVID they party, def- like I called it. <laughs> all, all that. All that. Cut checks being cut, all that going to party. I totally agree with what I'm trying to tell you is they said Jeezy been doing interviews afterwards. He said that when he first walked in, he said he was told that Gucci said he wasn't gonna do it. So that's what I'm saying. It was so they were they were really tense. If you notice within the first five seconds of Gucci getting the mic, he called him the P word. Yeah, off think, rip. Off he was rip, bro. Gucci was I mean, not, okay, Zach, because we got to move on. But I'm going to say this. Did you not was, feel like, did you not okay, feel but like as far, this? As far, here, here's what I'm talking about, the produce part. The produce part, which y'all are seeing, is in all versus battles, they give each other the list in the order. You have oh, to turn okay. in your list in your order to all versus battles. That's not just Gucci and Jeezy. That's just all of them. So that's mm. why I said that Jeezy, when he saw that he was going to do truth, he was like, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to do it one thing with certain two, three. That's the, you know, that's the cue. And then you hit it. But I don't think all the stuff, like, he knew he was going to perform it, yes. But all that other smoking on Pookie Loke, bring another one, I'll put him in the dirt, too. Gucci almost lost it for a minute. And <laughs> forgot he was on verses. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like, that was real. All right. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree and keep it moving. Uh, all right. what, what we know is real while you take a sip of whatever you drinking on, my brother. Uh <laughs> Um, but I will say this, there's something that was real and it bothered me bad. The Kenosha shooter, Kyle Rittenhouse, arrested after going to Wisconsin from Illinois and driving back. Then he got arrested. Nobody wanted to arrest the dude with the big ass gun running around the streets of Wisconsin. What are you doing up there in Wisconsin? Whatever. Well, he made bail. They set it at $2 million. Why does he have bail? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, R. Kelly allegedly allegedly was sex tracking. He ain't got he ain't got bail. This dude went up with a big gun, a big gun, and shot people. That didn't shoot at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you hear about this story, him making bail, people setting up a fund and 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 paying into it. Uh, how, how does that make you feel, Kiki? It's just another example of the sick world we live in. This country is sick. These people are sick. These races, like, that, that's a clear slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? To everybody, to, especially the people that lost their lives by this kid. Now he's back on the street. Like, what judge? You know what I'm saying? That just that just shows you, like, it's so many races. We are surrounded by so many races, and we just don't realize it until stuff like this happens. But it shows you how racist folks are. It shows you how powerful those racist people are. So they're in positions of power because you have to have a, a powerful judge, a powerful uh, governor, or you know, all these people have to agree to him getting his bail. And there's people put in place that can stop him from getting his bail, but they didn't. And so now he's out on bail. Somebody actually put up two million, however many millions, to get him out. That's a slap in the face. 
So it's just a reminder of how racist this world is, and you know, we can't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Can't get comfortable, Zach. Uh, I know you're about to say something, babe. Um, black colleges. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel though, brother? No, no, all, no jokes. All jokes aside. No, I really, you know, I'm gonna go there, but. To me, it subliminally shows the lack of care for black life. You know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is when you when you kill or shooting at, you know, that was the what Black Lives Matter march, right? That he was shooting people at. I mean, it just shows that like, oh, we don't really care about it. It's not about you shooting, it's about where you were shooting at. And if since you were shooting there, we'll give you bail. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just a constant reminder subliminally for, you know for racist white people and black people. Black people, y'all be scared because you can get away with killing y'all. And, you know, sublim and subliminal to the racist is you can get away with shooting a black person. I mean, uh, that's, what it t that's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. You can get away. You can shoot them. You can get bail and somebody will bail you out. You know, it's a big public thing. You know, it kind of goes into the, you know how I don't like to watch police shootings? you know, when they shoot unarmed black men because I, I feel like it desensitizes our um, our feeling to black people getting killed and us seeing it. I, I feel like this is one of those things. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It desensitizes us after a certain amount of time. And you start to just feel like, oh, man, they're not going to get charged. And then it becomes your norm. And you like, you don't even expect them to get charged. And that's when we lost, when we stopped expecting it. We should, be, we should definitely be fighting this. Like, how is he out? He really walked around with an illegal gun and shot two people. And wounded a third. And he killed two, didn't he? Yeah, killed two people and injured a third person. Wow. Uh, it's it's insane to think that, like you said, Zach and Kiki, it's it's amazing to me. First of all, as an actor in Hollywood, uh, Ricky Schroeder, uh, if you're old enough, you would know who he was. Uh, and and he he did smile and taking a picture with him, and they make it him like he did this stuff in self defense. And I and I say that again, like I always crack up when I hear about uh, those type of people talking about self defense and all this stuff. You're the only one with the big-ass gun. Nobody was shooting at you. Nobody was coming at you. You shot, and nobody's going to run at the dude with the big-ass gun. You felt like they was getting ready to do something to some property or whatever, and you was doing your civic duty to do it. Or maybe people were yelling at you or screaming at you, but you still had a big-ass gun. No one was going it – was, it wasn't going to happen. I always say a lot of these dudes, a lot of these people that do this shoot at people that are not going to shoot back. You know what I mean? I wonder, are these people going to go, if it was ever a war, would you be the first people to go jump and go ready to go go sh jump in the war? Because those people that you're going to go shoot at, they shooting back. They might, they mm -hmm. shooting first. You know, I always wonder, and I mean, I, I can get to a whole thing about the hunting situation and people making big deals about hunting. Of course it's easy to kill those things because they're not shooting back. Um, it's, it's just a... It's just a real, real interesting thing to see how somebody could go kill two people, injure a third, and drive back, then get bailed. And then when people get so mad about us saying Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. Well, and in this well, case, I mean, right? Yeah, in this case, his victims weren't black. Like he killed a white person. Like he, you yeah. know. So this was a clear message of. We are attacking anybody who supports the Black Lives who Matter. Who supports this, right. It's about the movement. It's like yeah. it was a warning to, you know, 
all of America, like you can either get on this team or you subject to be killed dead just like these innocent black men by police. So it's insane. It's insane. And I think it's I think it's just uh it's just a wake up call uh to whatever's going on in Wisconsin, a wake up call across the country, around the world, man, that, that it's something that gotta be done, man. We just they just actually just let go a murderer. We got a guy who's sex trafficking, who's been been well allegedly sex trafficking, allegedly doing a lot of stuff. R. Kelly and it no bail, no and bail. And the thing is, R. Kelly hasn't even been found guilty yet. He ain't even had a trial. They keeping him with no bail without a trial. Not that I'm saying that R. Kelly's right, but he has no trial. What the and the dude he killed two people and he out. He out. And we know he killed two people. We know like, he killed we two people. We know it. <laughs> it's insanity. It's insanity. It, it's just, it's insanity. We can go on and on about that. But let's go ahead and jump to this. Uh, switch gears up a little bit. Kevin Hart released a <laughs> special. No Fs given. Woo. Okay. Kiki, uh, We'll save our, because we'll let Zach go last. He's the resident comedian on the pod. Uh, how did you feel about it, Kiki? Well, I didn't watch it. So I was hoping Zach went first so I could figure out what went on. However, <laughs> no I, homework. She's doing homework. I've been watching um, the reviews from it, though, and seeing um, mixed reviews for Kevin Hart with this stand-up special. Um, and you know, it's it, we've been in quarantine, so it should be easy to make us laugh. We ain't been able to go out to the local clubs and see, you know, our favorite comedians. So, you know, mm. you would think he would be, he would make us laugh real easy with this one, but he's been getting a lot of, um, you know, a lot of hate back from it. And you know, Kevin, I feel like is one of those celebrities who doesn't take criticism very well. And mm. you know, because sometimes when you're so used to winning for so long. Um, when somebody come to you and tell you what you're doing really ain't that hot, you can't receive it well. So I did see Kevin like responding to fans or um, responding to critics online and kind of going off on them. But you know, I have to watch it and see. But I, I, I did see a lot of reviews that it was a snooze fest. It is. It was. I got a hearty chuckle. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, ladies. Come on, Kev, come. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's exactly what he needed to do. He needed to do that every after every joke. Where my ladies at? And get some kind of crowd response. Because I felt like the people that were sitting in that man's living room was like, wow, Kev is, what's going on? Yeah. It's, it's not bad, but I'm going to tell you this. And Zach, and you can tell if I'm wrong, I don't know. I, this is me. This You know how I just, I'm jumping out there. I take, um, I feel like he's got too rich and he has too many things he has to protect so he is not able to jump out the window like he used to because he has all of this corporate sponsorship so Kevin he barely even said the n-word and he's a comic he can't he I don't think Kevin can be the Kev Philly Kev that we knew and watched come up to this guy uh anymore and I think He's not he's not built for stand-up anymore. He's built to be funny on a movie. He's built to be funny on Saturday Night Live, but he's not built to be funny in stand-up anymore. And I think he should fire his writers because the Plastic Cup Boys are funny on the podcast. But to let your mans walk out with that on Netflix, tripping. All right, Zach, what you think? I'm gonna address everything that you just said. Uh one, let's start with this, let's start with the special. The special was submitted. Okay. Um, wasn't his best work by far. Wasn't close to his best work. Um, but a lot of people I think are, what I'm seeing online is so much hate that I'm like, okay, why do y'all want to hate him? Like, are you trying to hate him or were you trying to laugh? Like sometimes it's like, like I've performed places where the setup was not set up for comedy. You know, it's 1230, people drunk. They've been sitting there for a while. They're like, Zach, go up there and do 10 minutes. No, I'm going to bomb because nobody wants to hear this, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like the people who are watching his stand-up, um, who've been watching it and critiquing it the hardest, have been trying not to laugh. I do think that. But second thing is, it's tough. It's, you gotta give him some slack on this one because it's, it's tough to create new material when you have nobody to work it out on, okay? The, thing, the only way to work out jokes is telling them in front of people, different crowds. 
okay? So then, and, and one word can change a joke or this saying something a little different can change a whole entire joke. He usually does hundreds and hundreds of shows before he puts out his specials. If you notice, Kev does, he, he tours uh, locally, he, talk, he tours regionally, he even goes overseas and tours. Then he'll be like, I'm taping the special. I got it down. I feel like I got, it. you know, he said with this material, he only got to work it out really at this. He said everything was closed. So he was like, he couldn't legally do a show. So he was just popping up at this restaurant, grabbing the mic in front of like six people trying to work out this special. And he said he got to, he got to, um, he got to perform in that Dave Chappelle thing that he was doing, you know, out in, uh, in Ohio. So he didn't really get a chance to work this material out. And you could tell, you could tell as a comedian, I could be like, a lot of these jokes were funny. They just weren't ready yet. They were not ready. Like he talked about the COVID and he was like, look, touch your nose. Ha, ha. If I could touch my nose. You remember that song when he was like, yeah, touch my nose. I ain't got the COVID. Ha, ha. I was like, Ooh, you could have came up with something better than that. But that was all he had at that moment. And when you know, when you joke writing, you may, you know, when you're in a club, he can just go off on it and whatever comes up, if he does something good. See, I've seen, here's the thing. Here's another part. I've seen Kev work. Before Kev was super famous, we were in Nashville doing a show in Zanies, okay? I wasn't on the show, but I was in the green room. After Kev got on, off stage, there was a dude who came with a whole, with a, uh, with an iPad and it had notes. And he was talking to Kev. He was like, hey, this joke, don't say that word no more. Try this. Do, 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 do. Like they were, they were critiquing his set. You know what I'm saying? Try this, try that. Like they were trying to get the recipe right to make the jokes work. Okay. He didn't get a chance to do that. So this one is below average. I will say that. Plastic cup boys and I'm done. Here we go. You're right, Tone. They need to fire the Plastic Cup Boys or hire some new writers because the, let me tell you something I think the Plastic Cup Boys are doing. I think they're saving the good jokes for themselves now, Kev. You watch our podcast. Watch them. I think they are saving the good jokes for themselves. A lot of Kev's crew tour. A lot of Kev's crew do their own thing. I think they're not giving you their best stuff, man. I don't think, I think they like, oh, I'm going to keep that for me. And yeah, Kev, you can do the you can do the COVID, call it the vid. You can do that joke. It's terrible, you know. So, what you think, Kiki? Go Kiki, what you got to say? You know, I you know I really like how Zach just rolled for the comics, and he really tried to give us a beautiful excuse on why this was not funny. However, <laughs> Zach, with all these Zoom meetings going on, he could have popped up at the WGCI Music Summit if he wanted to and tested out some material it's no reason you should send something to netflix that is not funny all he could have got on youtube snapchat TikTok. no you can't you can't get Instagram. no what's the name you can't get no response yes, from that yes on a zoom no yes, live response on a you zoom, can't do it on a zoom yes you can i can see you and you can see me and we can laugh together i do not think that this man i don't give kevin hart no excuse you too rich go find somebody down that's funny and had them write these jokes and you get up here and say these jokes how they wrote them don't get up here trying to freestyle don't get up here trying to ad lib just get up here and write these jokes like they wrote them, or say these jokes like they wrote them now the plastic cup boys probably really wrote the nose joke right he probably got up there and made his own version of the joke and that's where it messed up i'm not no, gonna Mm -mm. I love the Plastic Cup Boys. I love, first of all, I love the podcast. I listen to Straight From The Heart. I think that's the name of the podcast. I listen to it. I think they're funny dudes. I think they are funny. So what Zach said, saving the jokes for themselves, it might be true. Second, secondly, I feel like that I've watched this happen to rappers, actors, and mostly pretty much every entertainer, some radio personalities. Once they get really rich and really don't, need to do nothing else like nothing hmm. the, it becomes different the energy is different it's different and it's like i never in my lifetime would have thought ever that eddie murphy would not be as would be just the king of martin lawrence never thought martin flamed out in a way that was i think was personal issues so we'll let him slide um i, I never thought that i would see i mean my dad talks about Richard Pryor, God rest his soul. It was just, it's a, he said, it, it just, when they get rich, it changes. It changes. And I think the, the smart thing for Kev to do, because I mean, the plastic, I don't know if he does have him or not, 
it's probably you do need some young people to be right to write your jokes because you got to remember yeah Kev's getting his 40s 40 year olds don't really go to comic club comedy clubs anymore it's the 25 to 35 is going there and maybe maybe and i might even go 24 to 34. you need somebody that's going to talk about this millennial stuff and help you make fun of that help you make fun of some rap music that you don't understand somewhere in there but this i get it your dad and all even the kid jokes wasn't funny. They weren't funny. The it kid was, jokes it was, was let me not say they weren't funny. <laughs> the, the kid the, joke was funny. And it, when he they, said they, they were taking they were they, ah, they were like, oh my God. They was, I've laughed so hard at Kevin Hart stuff. I've been like, man, this dude is a genius. But he's, now he's just a, he's like a sitcom funny. He's like sitcom funny. Uh-huh. It's uh, like watching the Parkers. <laughs> Oh, not you funny. No, I love the Parkers. Oh. What is it? Is the at a park? Is the Parkers hilarious? <laughs> like or was it just was it just funny? It was funny. Hi, Kim, you so crazy. <laughs> That's how it was with Kev. When I watch a comedy special, I want to laugh. God damn it. I think it was a little bit of. I'll give him this, Zach. I'll give him this slack. I think in our culture, we like to build people up until we tired of them and then we like to break them down i no. do think it's a little bit of that a little bit of people tired we're tired of seeing kevin hart win i promise you that's a little bit of the hate that's going to so. people and there's two things going on what? one kevin is kevin is is pulled thin he's pulled thin he signed this netflix deal before he knew COVID was gonna come he owed netflix another special he knew that special wasn't ready that's what i'm trying to tell you but he had to have that special in by a certain date or he's going to lose his bread. So he said, well, I'm going to have to roll with these jokes. That's one of the things that happened. That's all it was. And y'all have let Dave Chappelle spoil you. What you've seen is Dave Chappelle is a pure stand-up, okay, who cannot be balked. He's already, he's already walked away from millions and millions of dollars. So he, he's definitely fearless. When he gets on stage, he will say anything because he's fearless. Kev doesn't have that same thing, and they're two different comics. Dave is an observational comic, so he doesn't, he's rich, but he never talks about his personal life enough that you have to know how much money he makes. He's observational, so he's going to talk about things that's going on in the world so you can relate to. Kev has always been a, a, a storyteller, his personal story. That's what his, all his jokes were about. His best jokes about his dad coming up to his spelling bee with his, you know, with no draws on, you know, and all that stuff. And it's all personal stories. And you put, and Tony, you know that story about being with your mama is different than being with me. He was like, my kids are spoiled. And he said, they, they used to fly in private and then they went and had to go, they had to fly regular. And they said, they throwing away my lotion. That was funny. That's funny. That's funny. He had about three or four good jokes. That's why I just say it wasn't ready yet. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, people want you to do, when you have to do those specials, Kiki and Tom, they're asking for 55 minutes worth of With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Material. You need an hour. If you don't have an hour, they're not gonna consider that a special. That's what I'm saying. That's what a special is considered. Well, so he had he had about he had about fifteen minutes of good material. How you know what I'm saying? It's an hour, but he had he only had fifteen minutes of good material. Yes. So he wasn't ready. That means it's not that he's not funny. The material wasn't ready. Kev is hilarious. Netflix, get your money back. 
15 minutes, get your money back. No. Let's, let's move. Let's move on. We talking Poor about Kev. little people like Kevin Hart. Let's get to this. Lil Boosie said that uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne made, taking a picture with President Trump. He said, hey, man, uh, Lil Wayne cares about being rich. He ain't been black for a long time. He really don't care about being black. Uh, what is, how does that make you feel, Kiki? Lil Boosie ain't told no lie. Y'all know why y'all be acting like Lil Boosie be lying. Lil Boosie be telling us the truth. He is a truth teller. Hey, Lil Boosie ain't lying. He the one person who ain't lied to us in years. I love Lil Boosie. I'm so glad he got to save his leg. Y'all heard he's about, he about to get his leg cut off. I'm so happy Lil Boosie got to keep his leg. Boosie ain't never told no lie. And he keep telling the truth, Boosie. Thank you. That's all I got to say. Lil Wayne ain't black. Lil Wayne, he, Lil Wayne so high, child. He don't know. He don't know what's going on. Lil Wayne, he on he on Mars somewhere, child. So yeah, Lil Boosie ain't lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Zach. When you when you heard that, do you think that uh that that Boosie was off base saying that Wayne don't care about black people? He just care about being rich. No, but everybody knows Lil Wayne don't care about black people. You know, Lil Wayne said that back in the day when he was talking about Black Lives Matter. He was like, nah, it don't matter. You know, he, he never cared about black people. Lil Wayne ain't been, Lil Wayne just represents black people because he's dark skinned, he has dreads. We, we give him a lot more black credit just because he's a hot boy and he's Lil Wayne. You yeah. know what I'm saying? One of our favorite rappers. But what has Lil Wayne ever done socially conscious? Ever. I'll, I'll wait. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. He, I believe, didn't he, didn't he call uh, my white Nubian queen on one of his new verses that he just put out, talking about his, his new chick? I was like, yeah, Lil Wayne's not black. He's not. He does not want to identify as us. He would go Sammy Sosa if he could. Oh, no, man. Don't yes, say that. So let me, let me go ahead. Let me try to give some Lil Wayne perspective right here. And y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. Here you go, trying to save him. Go ahead. Come on. Come on with it. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get to it. Wayne comes from the projects. And a lot of people that has come, come from low-income situations, struggling situations, their mind, and we all know in the hood, is to be rich and get as rich as they can because they never want to go back, which is, let's say, 80% of the rappers come from uh, challenging circumstances. So they like, yo, I ain't never going back. I ain't, I ain't never gonna be. So they focus, they whole focus on getting rich, 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 rich. Now, is that wrong? No. But to forget about the plight of the people that came before you and where you came from is wrong. Uh, I, I think that's where we at with Lil Wayne. I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to make an excuse for him. I'm just saying that that's what his mentality because it ain't just Lil Wayne. It's a bunch of black folks out there that care about their success and their money before they care about black folks. And that's a fact. We're we not, we not asking him to be Martin Luther King Cone. We're just asking him not to go to the White House and take a picture in that sweater with Trump. That's not that's hard. That sweater was trash. <laughs> we're not. We're, we're not we're that not sweater was trash. But that's how you know he got paid because 50 Cent said he turned down a million dollars from the Trump administration to endorse him publicly. So Wayne got paid. Of course, if he wore a sweater, he's like, oh, y'all got a sweater too? Bet. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne got, I don't care what anybody says. Do I think Wayne is hurting? No. Do I think Wayne will take any check to make sure he comfortable? Yes. Because Wayne, 100%, is not worth the amount of money that he should be worth because of all of the bad deals. Yeah. Right. And we know Wayne is a spender. He's a spender. So who knows whatever settlement that he came up with, baby, that shit, that stuff could be almost gone. Yeah. It's, so I mean, he took the check. I think Wayne is just, and I feel bad. Every time I see Wayne, I feel bad for him. Because one, he's not rapping good anymore. Two, <laughs> how do you make money if you're not rapping any good anymore? Okay, he can figure out be an entrepreneur. And three, I just look at all of the money that he made. Little Wayne dominated rap for a strong five years. A strong dominate. I mean, he's been relevant for a while, but dominating for five. And not to really, not to really be financially right is just is is. 
Yeah, he should be able to eat off Nikki and Drake for the rest of his life. Like, he should really not even be working at this point. He should be retired in Miami, getting high with models, and just living his best life. Not out here with all these random features. I mean, I could probably get a feature from Lil Wayne at this point. So, you know, it's not, it's not looking good for Wayne. And that's not how I like to see my legends go out. You know what I'm saying? So, I... I, I do feel sorry for him, but at the same time, when he made comments like the comments that he made, I can't feel sorry for you. All right, let's go ahead and move to some fun stuff. No. Um, the Black Panther 2 uh, cast. Now, people have been Googling the Black Panther 2 cast, and it came up with Michael B. Jordan on there again. And also, surprising to everybody, was Rihanna. She was on there. Zach, we'll save you for last. Uh, Kiki, when you saw this, what were you thinking? Um, I was excited to see that Black Panther 2 was coming out. Zach did predict that. I remember in earlier pods when we were talking about the loss. Um, I ain't been wrong on no predictions yet, by the way. Just want to let y'all know, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, you've been potting. You're potting, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> so, you know, yep, you did. You did say that earlier that there will be a Black Panther 2. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see what they do with the storyline and how it comes out. Uh, Rihanna, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not excited to see Rihanna act, but I mean, I'm not mad at Rihanna acting either. So, what? Shame on you, Kiki. I mean, you know, how dare you say that about Island uh, Queen? I'm just saying, you know, Rihanna winning. She don't need the Black Panther 2 check. I'm just saying. But, you know, it adds some star power to the movie and makes people want to go watch it. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do with it. And, you know, that's about it. Zach Book, all right, you were uh, right about Black Panther 2. When you saw this and saw those two, Michael B. Jordan, they going to figure out a way to bring him back. And you got Rihanna. What's up? Well, the thing is, um, the thing is, Rihanna is doing anything she can not to record an album. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. She, she is taking all deals not to record. You know, what you want me to do? <laughs> she, she doing anything. Yeah, you, Black Panther 2, yeah, I do that. Uh, anything. Fendi. Fenty, beauty, I sell draws, male draws, whatever it takes, makeup, anything not to record. So, you know, if you think she gonna come out with a new album, you're gonna be hard pressed. You're gonna be waiting for it. Unless she's doing the Black Panther soundtrack. That would be dope. If she, she did something. Nice, you know she is. She got to have yeah, a record on this. If, if she did something with the Black Panther 2 soundtrack, you know, um, it would be dope. But I, I, I mean, I'm not surprised to see the Black Panther 2 is coming out. Like I said, it's no way Disney is going to miss out on their highest grossing movie, a sequel to that. Why? I mean, it's very unfortunate about what happened to, um, to uh, Chadwick Boseman. To Chadwick Boseman, for sure. But at the same time, um, the story, I think the way the story was written, if we're just talking about the story, I think the, the, the um, sister became Black Panther in the second part of Black Panther anyway. You know, so I don't think it was really hard for them to to write a sequel. Now, what they better do is get this memorial right for Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, that's what they're gonna get judged on. It's not we we figured they were gonna do one, but how are you gonna honor Chadwick both? That is gonna be what we look for this movie to do. You're gonna have to honor him in a major major way because nobody can play Black Panther like him. I just, I mean he. No one can do it. So he embodied T'Challa. He, he embodied it, man. He was that. So I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how it's going to be, man. And Michael, and for the record, Michael B. Jordan can't act that good. But go ahead. And he ain't Damn. The, he ain't oh, the sexiest yeah, that... man alive either. Huh? He's not the sexiest man alive either. They put oh. him on the cover for the, the magazine saying he's the sexiest oh. man alive. I highly disagree. Kiki, Damn. we're not judging the sexiest man alive. Uh, who do you think is the sexiest man alive? Y'all know it's Omarion. Okay, <laughs> Omarion is definitely the sexiest man alive. And if you're looking for the senior citizen edition, it's Judge Mathis. So my answers are not changing. Okay, so call me the next time y'all want to put somebody on the cover. I'll tell you who's sexy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get before I get to this. Uh, I almost forgot about this. I just wrote this in on on our on our pod sheet. Uh -oh. um, Meg the Stallion came out with the disc record. Now, Zach, I want to hear what Zach said. You heard about the disc record and it had Tory Lanez talking about 
her, uh, you know, her friend, were you saying, I told y'all I was right about what happened? Yeah, I did. And uh, I did say that. <laughs> I told you, I, I've always told y'all. But i tell you this. Meg snapped on her diss record. Like, Meg's, Meg's body of work is better than what Tory Lanez put out. And it may be because I don't like Tory Lanez's voice. Maybe that's what it is. Y'all know I'm critical. His voice, ear, like the sound does something to my ear. I just can't listen to it. It's not sonically pleasing. But Meg snapped, man. You can't tell me she didn't put out a good body of work. And she got the little part to be like, body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Like, like y'all can't tell me that's not an amazing dance. Like the, the Don't body, do that no more, though. I can't do that no more. That was two seconds of getting fine. Fine. Okay. That was a fine, yeah. bro. But I, I really, I, I enjoy it. I mean, I, I think, I think okay, Meg, I think Meg came back strong. But what I want to ask y'all about is Tory Lane said it's a double standard. He said, "Man, it's a mean double standard." You saw that tweet that he put out. Yes. And what y'all think about that though? Of it being a double standard. I, I just, I, I, I have one thing to say about that whole thing. It's really. Kiki, go ahead. Get in there. Okay. Now, because I know the pod is a safe place, and we got a, a strong 30 views, y'all say, um, <laughs> get all the way up. But the album is like Kevin Hart special, in my opinion. Okay? Mm, it seems a little rushed. It seems Ooh. a little, um, you know, like, anytime I have to start really, I played the album so much over the weekend, y'all, because I really want to like it. Like, I really want to bump this record. But it's just, I don't know if I'm not from Houston, so that's just not how I like my rap delivered. But it's just, it's some missing. It's just some missing in the sauce, and I don't know what it is. Um, and the mm. body, yada, 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 like, that is so trash to me. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> well, Zach, I, you probably like it for other reasons. I don't like it. And it's not, <laughs> you know, I, it's, mm, I don't, I can't even find the words. It's just not, it ain't doing for me. It did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The album's mouth sauce. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. means Cardi is still the, the queen of the hill, king yep. of the hill, too. Yep. Um, so they better watch out for when she drops her stuff. Yes. Because I was I just knew Meg was gonna come with something that was on crazy. It's cool. It's cool. And then the disc record was done to a different version. You can hear it in there. The Who Shot Your Beat in there was in there. The Who Shot You. I like that. I thought that was a nice touch. I, um, but it like you said, it felt rushed. Uh, and again, with the Tory Lane stuff and everything that everybody's speculating on, at the end of the day, Zach's getting another call during the pod. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> you need to answer somebody, Zach? You good? No, I'm good, brother. Okay, okay. brother. Um, I still say at the end of this, end of the day, Meg Thee Stallion got shot. I said the only reason Meg should have got shot at is if she had a gun, if she had a knife, something to threaten somebody's life. She's still the victim. No matter how you box it up, it happened. You don't know what happened with, well, we don't know what we don't know what Megan did to Tori. She yeah. have a gun. She might have smacked him. She might have pumped him in his head, called him a punk. She might have scared him because that's a big woman. He's a small man. Something. But at the end of the day, she didn't have a gun. And you were, for her to get shot, you are goofy. Yeah. I just don't see no reason to shoot Meg the Stallion. Yeah. I just don't. It makes no I sense. Agree. Yeah. It makes no sense. But she did put out a mouth sauce album and we thought she was gonna come in and take Cardi B. And Cardi B probably is like, whoo. Yeah. All right. And now that album, now Cardi's gonna drop and take over the world. And yeah, and Meg will just be a good rapper. Let's go ahead and keep it moving. <laughs> uh the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine is here. Uh, December 11th. Okay, Zach Bug, when you heard about this, do you feel like you are going to take the vaccine? Not first, you know, <laughs> and not second. I'm telling you that right now. I will not, I will be in the last number, the last caller. Because the thing I'm worried about is I'll be on the radio, be like, yeah, 1075 WGC. I'm like, how you, is he barking? You know, like, yeah, I'm just telling you. Like, you know, I don't know what the side effects are. I don't know what the side effects are. You have to let other people try it just to figure out what the side effects are. So I'm going to hold out. Now, here's the thing. 
all the people who want to hold out like me, I'm prepared. So I just want to prepare the people who's listening to the pod who ain't who don't want to take it. All right. When they start making it mandatory, they're not going to make the vaccine mandatory, but they're going to make your life so uncomfortable that you're going to be like, I'm just going to go ahead and take it. They're going to make it. They're going to make it mandatory for you to fly. That's already been saying that I've been seeing that already. One airline has said like, hey, you're going to have to have a vaccine to get on this flight. Okay. So are you ready for that? Are you ready to have to have a vaccine for your kid to go back to school? You know what I'm saying? All these things that they're going to mandate and make your life so uncomfortable that you're going to take it. But I'm still, myself personally, I'm holding out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I am holding out. I will be one of the last ones. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be somebody out here. You know, people can, if they can make fake IDs, you know they can give you a little... You already know you can get you a little Kobe, Kobe shot sheet. You know, I know somebody got them. I know somebody. Give me a little sheet. Yeah, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to get out, baby. I ain't mad uh, at you. Kiki, are you going to take the COVID-19 vaccine when it is available? Because you have been in the house for over eight months. Are you going to take the COVID-19 vaccine so you can finally come outside on December 12th, because the vaccine is available December 11th. What's up? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it first. Like, I'm not doing it no time soon. Put the plus-size girls at the end of the line, because we're going to have to need a little bit more juice than everybody else. Don't make me go first, please. I don't want to go first. Um, you know, and I feel like everybody who had COVID, let them try it out first, okay? I've been mm-hmm. sitting in this house. I haven't got it. So leave me alone. I don't need it. I, you know, it's, it's, I just don't want – it's a shame that we live in a country where I just don't trust the vaccines. I don't trust my mm-hmm. government, today's government, uh, for the vaccines. So, you know, I'm not excited about it. I'm, 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 I just don't want it. Um, and, you know, I'll wait until I have to go to answer the currency exchange and give me one of them fake COVID sheets like Zach talking about because mm-hmm. we all know a guy. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, they definitely – the one thing you can count on, you can count on, it yeah. is going to be some fake COVID vaccines coming out. I mean, like, Yo, I, I got the paperwork. You good. It's, that's 100% happening. Yeah. The scammers the are already – they're like, yo, Christmas is coming out before December 11th. Oh, bet. I'm good for Christmas because they already ready for it. I'll tell you this, two things. One, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be the first person doing it because I don't trust the, the the whole country about what vaccine. Same thing that happened all the time. The Tuskegee experiment. Mm-hmm. They got us with the Tuskegee experiment. They gave also, black men syphilis, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They gave it to them. You, they There's don't think we got no things, trauma for that from that, right? <laughs> There's other things that they have done to to try to to try to limit us from it, it, population control to make us not be able to to produce kids. There's been plenty of things that they have done over the under the name of vaccines. It's yeah. happened. Unbelievable. It's it's crazy. Then you got what well, they've been reports about. The flu shot, or the flu shot, causing causing autism in black folks. Yeah, that was another thing. And I always wonder. I said, when I always wonder when people are pushing something on you so hard, why are they pushing it on you so hard? The flu shot was getting pushed on you like I was like, everywhere you go, get your flu shot, get your flu shot, get your flu shot, get your flu shot. I'm like, yo, why? Like, are they trying to turn us into zombies? Like, I'm not getting the flu shot. How about that? I don't, I don't get the flu. Uh, you know what I mean? I was worried about that because it just like it, it, it always seemed weird. And then when I found out that and most of the flu shots were being show being sold at our neighborhood convenience stores uh, or being given out in our neighborhood convenience stores is really, really odd. And I ain't gonna lie, I went to other neighborhoods, it wasn't in there. They wasn't promoting the flu shot like they was in the hood. So mm. it made me it, it was a weird moment for me when I noticed that. Um, and again, me being an older man, see, there's certain things that older men have to watch out for. 
We always had to protect our joint. If you feel what I'm saying? Our manhood. We had to protect it. We want to know when we call on our manhood, it's going to answer the call every single time. <laughs> but when you're an older man, when you're an older man, there's things that can happen that can keep you from, you have to protect yourself. Zach can eat as much fried food as he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He can eat fried food. He can stay up late, drink, smoke weed, do it all at the same time. He can, he can do it all and repeat it and do it again. Mm-hmm. When you're an older man, you can't do that. You have to, because then if you fill your body with all of them toxins and you ready to, you want to call on your manhood, might not answer you when you really want, really want it. So we have to protect our manhood. And that's what's being said. I, like, I protect myself from fried foods and these things that might keep me getting hypertension and keep me from being able to call on my my joints. <laughs> you never know what this vaccine could do. It might if, if they if, if the rumors are that they're trying to keep you from having kids, they might they might make you not be able to call on your manhood. And that's something that I'm not willing to give up. Oh my God. I like when I call on him, he answers every time. And this is brought to you by Tonka Falls, working man. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's was, things you got to worry about when you get in your 40s. What you got to do? He wasn't worried about getting poised, and he worried yeah. about... He started off good, and then he, really, he ended up just telling us what the real reason why he not taking... Right. <laughs> hey. Oh Get you a reason. Everybody got their own reason of why yeah. that. I mean, get you a good reason. And I got one. And now, speaking about using your manhood to do wild things, there's a Nigerian man. Uh, we're going to close the pot up on this one. The Nigerian <laughs> man that has six wives. Six. And they are all pregnant. He's a businessman. He's got money. He's able to take care of them. Um, Zach, when you saw this story, what were you thinking? Man, I'm a married man with one wife. Ain't no way in hell I can take five more. That is not fun. Now, let's say they was like, hey, he got one wife and five girlfriends. That might sound exciting. Or if he was a pimp, he had six hoes. That might sound fun. But let me tell you something. Six wives? Mm-mm. He is so good. You don't want that problem. That's terrible. That is a lot, man. He acting happy. He is miserable. That man is miserable. They all pregnant at the same time, too. All them mood swings. Bruh, do you know how many times I had to go to White Castle when my wife was pregnant? Randomly. <laughs> Think about all the different cravings that are going on in that house. That man can't go get six people different things. She want pickles. She want peanut butter. She like popcorn with no hot sauce. She wants it. Like, you got to figure it out. Like, what is, that is not fun. That is not, and he was smiling. All of them looked mad at him, too. They was just looking at him like, I hate you. It's like, his life's going to be terrible. terrible oh, my life. God. That's insanity. I can't believe it, man. That, that is tough. Six wise. Six Kiki, when wives? you saw this, I know you about to get your pod on. When you saw this man having six wives, what was your thoughts? Future? <laughs> In the Stevie J, Peter Guns, um, love and hip hop Nigeria version is like, what is this? What what did y'all find this story yet? Okay, ain't no way in hell. I'm I I couldn't be one of the wives. Okay, because I cost too much. First of all, so that ain't gonna work. So you know, I can't. <laughs> we I'm not sharing six wives, six all us pregnant. Oh no, and I'm see I'm the wife. If I was one of the wives. I'd be like the captain of the wives. I would be the one deciding what we finna eat today. What we like, I'm the one in charge. And so, you know, all the other, I've been to convince all the other wives to leave him. Girl, you deserve better. Girl, it's better out there. Take your baby and go no not the way. So I would been to convince all the other wives to leave and it would just be me. Cause I could not do five other women. Oh, hell no. Uh, hell no. Yeah, it's a no It's a no you are hilarious. Uh, I, you probably don't really want to hear what I'm about to say. Come on. Do we, we do but not. I'm just saying, I, let me just play devil's advocate. This is not nothing that I believe in, right? This is a Nigerian brother. He's African. Mm. That is in our DNA. Now, most women, most, most women have problems with the dudes wanting to have multiple women. It's in our DNA. It's who we are. We came over here following these rules that the people put forth. 
You know who, look, we we a couple days out, couple days out from Thanksgiving. That's right, you know what? Because it was pilgrims. Pilgrims didn't even exist. We going by rules that pilgrims came up with. Pilgrims are not fun. Pilgrims don't even, of course, ain't nobody, ain't more than one woman gonna wanna be with a pilgrim. That's it, it's just one. She just wanna be with one. There's this one, he could, the pilgrim I've got, he ain't got to worry about when we want to be with him because he a pilgrim. You see how they dress? They get one. They get one. They get one. That's why the pilgrim women were sneaking off with Indians because they saw Indians like, yo. Like, they got, they saw long hair. They was like, wait a minute. This is different than what I got. This is, that's a pilgrim. Look how he dress. That's it. I'm just saying that most black men have an issue. They have an issue that of learning how they have to learn how to be with one woman and monogamy, like be be monogamous. But in their DNA, if you just let a black man run wild, he let him out and wild, and you don't tell him and teach him that way, his DNA is gonna make him want to be with multiple women. And he gotta take care of them too. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that's something that I believe in. I'm just giving you a history lesson. It's that funny how DNA. So that's not no, it's a D, but it ain't no DNA that's making you want to go do that, okay? Right. <laughs> Don't try and, to put it right on your DNA. No, you just. No. It's so funny. Tone gets so woke when it comes to stuff like this. He's about yes. to see the man. See, the man is making us live. We Africans. We not supposed to do that. He ain't got a dashiki in the house. <laughs> he ain't got a red, black, and green flag nowhere. He ain't jumping no brooms <laughs> at his wedding. He, the only thing he believes in yeah. well, is multiple women. But, I, but even, Akon, if he, even if he wanted multiple women, I understand that. But six wives? Yeah. I, that's a bit much. I just need me a two-piece spicy and I'll be cool. If I was in that, if, if I could have, if I could have it, I want me a two-piece spicy. I would. And a possible. Man, how do you Tone. Like in spades, like two and impossible. You no gotta have a van. You have to own a van to take your wives on a date. Yeah, yeah. You I wouldn't want to have one. He he got them all pregnant at the same time. Wives. You know how much it costs. I guarantee you, there ain't no child support court in Nigeria. It ain't. It can't. It, ain't. it can't be. Couldn't be. It can't be. And it can't be. They probably just be like, you know what? I'm cool. <laughs> no disrespect to Nigerians. I'm no disrespect. No disrespect. I'm just saying, brothers like me, you see that. I see that. I see six wives pregnant, and I, I immediately think like, "Ooh, we in trouble if something break bad." <laughs> <laughs> he added up. He the calculator out like, "Ooh, okay, that's one." <laughs> Carried a three. It's eleven percent times six. Oh my god. I was like, bro, you ain't, man, what? That's all I think. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the other side of it. Like, I'm like an insurance claim adjuster. Like, you got six Yes. If this breaks bad, oh, this is going to be terrible for you, sir. <laughs> oh, my he God. He said he got his wives oh, appraised. Huh? He said he got his wives appraised. He was like, yeah, this is going to cost you about, <laughs> about 10000 a month. <laughs> You need some kind of insurance on that. That's ridiculous. They can have some type of some type of liability insurance. You gotta be what? Uh let's go ahead, man. Final thoughts. All right, Zach, go and close this up, bro. Hey man, thank you. This this robe is brought to you by the Gucci Mane and Jeezy versus Battle. You can get I got this on the merch website as soon as the battle is over. Thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um and you know, I ain't really got nothing to say. That's how you know I ain't got shit to talk about. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> okay. All right, we off you, bro. Come on, man. Uh, Kiki, what's up? Man, listen, shout out to everybody for, if you watch to this point, the wildest foolishness child, salute to you. Thank you for watching, okay? Make sure you guys follow us on What More Can I Say? Uh, the podcast account on Instagram. And check out our interviews. We got some dope interviews lined up that are coming. Um, and you know, by the time you see this, well, my birthday is Saturday. So by the time we pot again, uh -huh. um, yeah, I'll be celebrating my birthday. So yeah. I know.
Mm-hmm. And what y'all doing for the holiday? Who cooking? What's what's going on? Uh, my parents are old, so I don't want to be responsible for killing them. So I'm gonna just stay, and we gonna zoom, and I'm gonna just order order food. Shout out to Chef Jay Sands. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna order his food, and that's it. That's what. That's how I'm gonna do it. What up to the noobs? Okay. That's what's up. All right. Uh, um, we having something at my at my sister house, but they sent a long ass text message out yesterday that said we have to wear a mask and only three people at the dinner table at a time. So I don't know how we gonna eat in shifts, but they said we. <laughs> We are having a fun, they kept saying fun, COVID-friendly um, yes. <laughs> Thanksgiving. So everybody, I have you have to wear a mask the whole time um, at, at my sister's house. It's probably going to be about 10 of us. And uh, we're going to eat, and only three people can have their mask off at a time, eating distance apart. So that should be interesting. <laughs> I'll let y'all know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, we stand away. You know, light skinned people, they our immune system weak. We ain't strong like y'all brown folks. I'm just playing. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> now nah, for real, the melanin does make us a little tougher. Y'all, you get that COVID, you start breaking out, getting rashes, you start getting symptoms. Ain't even fuck COVID. He be like, Tony, how I get diarrhea? You know, it just came with yours because <laughs> right, you, you know like, I mean? so we gotta, you know, all the light skinned people in my house, we just gotta we got it's so funny when I put my Thanksgiving up all the time, people be like, Oh my god. What's going on, Tone? I'm like, yo, like, y'all thought I was light like this on accident? <laughs> like, this is, it's like, I just, I showed up light, like, no, nah, it's really, I, I come up a long line of light skin people, a long line. Oh. Yellows. That's what yellows. <laughs> hey, man, uh, look, final thoughts, you know, we made the episode 30. Uh, we appreciate all y'all, man. 30 weeks has been incredible. Uh, we haven't missed a week, which is so cool about that. Uh, hey man, we appreciate y'all. You already know what it is. We're gonna close it up. What more can I say? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.